the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. I know that you are just excited to hear what's going to go on after that riveting first segment. (laughs) This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. No one's listening. Coming to you from the legendary Rack Shack Barbecue Studio, RackShackToGo.com. What is that? You still got a couple of days left to get your your uh, order in for your hams, for your for your Easter ham. Uh, we got quite a few of them going out, but we got room left in the smoker for the ham. So get to uh, go to rackshackbarbecue.com. Uh, Just click on the store; it'll take you right there, and uh, you can order up your hams. Six one two six two seven eight thousand. That's the number you call to order up a house. We've got them. Believe it or not, you hear all the stories how there's yep. no inventory and all that stuff. The inventory actually crept up, well, stayed level this week, same as last week. Didn't mm-hmm. didn't move one way or the other, but we sold like twelve hundred homes, which is interesting because you hear all this uh, talk about low inventory, low inventory. Well, that's right. There's there's low inventory sitting on the shelf, but there's plenty of supply. So the supply, it just said the supply comes in. Just and, moving fast. Just right? moving fast. So it's on the shelf, off the shelf of the store. On and fast. off. Sometimes oh, okay. it never even gets on the shelf. Right? Really. So another thing that's not on the shelf long is uh, is the furnishings because they're getting moved out by action moving. They're moving it all over the country, all over the world. I have somebody who is moving uh, to Norway. I gave him your number. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if they've called you yet. No. They're from Norway. Uh-huh. We listed there. They have a condo here uh, that they use for a vacation home, believe it or not. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so they haven't been here in a couple of years because of COVID and all that stuff. So they decided they'd sell it, but they got some nice pieces. Oh. And they're very concerned about getting them home and, uh, you know, how they're going to move them. So I sent them your information, uh, told them that you would personally carry them for them. How do you work that now in with today's market and in and in the COVID environment and, the you know, the problems with shipping and all that stuff of moving stuff internationally? Do you want to introduce who? Eric Everson, Action Moving. I thought I said that. Last segment, but everybody okay. turned off. Got it. When, <laughs> like the, the when you started talking, no one. Eric Everson, action moving. Okay. Yes. So uh, for those types of items, you know, we would pack them up really well. We have variety of packing materials. You create stuff. Or? We do. Okay. Yes, we do custom creating as well. Depends on the piece. You know, if it's a glass sculpture of some sort, you'd probably want to create that. Um, but most items can be boxed, and they're fine. They're okay. stackable. Basically, we want them protected and stackable. And then in the case of an overseas, you know, putting it in a container so it's not going to shift. Okay. Any space in there that allows the shipment to shift, that's kind of where the damage comes from. Hmm. Moisture and all that stuff on the ocean, is that a concern? Um, always, but the containers are airtight. Oh. So you're really looking to, whenever you put stuff in there, you know, you don't want moisture going in. Uh-huh. Once it's sealed, it, it'll stay dry, you know, assuming the... The ship is fine, and it doesn't tip over or anything like that. So it's just your piece that's in the crate, or it's your stuff and then all this other stuff? They do it both ways, personally, especially with household goods. I always do it as direct service. Like, you have your own container. Because if you do what they call consolidated, where you put multiple shipments in the same one, Mm -hmm. then it gets to port, they break it out, they... 
um, inspect or clear each one, that's kind of where some problems can happen. It gets happen. moved multiple times. Yeah, I just don't like that process, so, so, I, so how, I do it, but rarely. So what if you can't fill the entire container? Right. Well, there's a variety of sizes of containers, so oh. we can match that up to what you need. Okay. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. How okay. long does it take to move an item then from the United States to Europe, say? Those are changing constantly because of you know all the things going on in the world but typically like say from here to europe is going to be shipping time is usually around six to eight weeks you'd probably want to add a week at each end for getting it you know to port back and forth um so you know roughly eight to ten weeks that doesn't include whatever customs might do you know so when they take it in they can keep it as long as they want we have no control over that but they and usually that, clear and it within a week. that's a customs of the receiving side. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They they usually clear it within a week. You know, that's what we normally assume in our times, but, you know, they could really do anything. What about um, then cross-country moves and stuff like that? I'm curious about how the impact I was talking with uh, with our, our team member, Fritz, yesterday. He's working with a client down in Northfield that, that works for Cardinal Glass, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how they're shipping for glass. From one part of the country to another, it's it's four times more than yeah. it was just a year yeah. ago yeah. or so. Then. And it's not just fuel; it's drivers and labor, and you know, um, you know, every every transportation group, including us, we're all hiring. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all looking for drivers. We're all looking for helpers. So that, of course, is you know pushed uh, rates up for for salaries and wages. But also, then you have fuel. Fuels triple what it was a couple yeah. of years ago. So um, that all adds to the cost. And then you have the ports. We've seen some of the issues in the ports during the pandemic of getting things through. And, you know, the the administration was trying to amp that up to get things cleared. Well, that's great. They're cleared. But then what? You don't have a driver to take it from point mm-hmm. A to point B. So rates go up and up and up, supply and demand. So is there attrition of drivers? Are you got drivers coming out that you're yeah. just trying to replace? Or is it just or is it more volume? It's all of the above. Okay. So as an industry, we've seen this coming for decades. The driver's population is aging. Mm-hmm. We're not getting enough younger people coming into the business. So that's been on, on the go. So now we have the pandemic. We have all these current things. That just make everything worse. Yeah, and then they're like, well... You know, I don't really need to work. I'm just going to retire it, call it quits, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so well, you, I've had a significant so it speeds drop. it up, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think that's a big part of it. Hmm. So when you're moving, I know that uh, we, we uh, have a, a client that that we have sold a number of homes to, and he drives and he, I think he works for drives for, for a Walmart, but they have their things set up so that they're home every night. I mean, or they're home, or at least every other day they go and maybe do an overnight and then mm-hmm. come back. It's mm-hmm. not the the over the road, the long term, or kind of a thing is is uh, amazingly short now compared to what it used to be when my yeah. dad had a trucking company where they'd be mm-hmm. gone for a week at a time. Right. How how does that work for you guys when you have a, a truck going to California? Is that that same driver, or do you drive to a certain place and drop it, and then someone takes it across the mountains, or how does that work? So there's different parts of our business, and the interstate part that you're referring to, like say you're moving from here to California, it would be the same driver taking it from point A to point B. Those are the long haulers. Mm-hmm. You know, they they're gone weeks at a time, and um, many of them don't even live in the state of Minnesota. They live elsewhere, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter because they right. come through. They live our out terminal. their truck essentially. Yeah, they come through our terminal all yeah. the time. So then you have the local crews, which are you know they're the crews that run let's say six hundred mile radius, okay, five okay. state area, and 
for the most part, they're back and forth. They're at home each night. Okay. Um, once in a while, they'll have an overnight, like to North Dakota or something. But for the most part, they're back and forth. And then if they go to Iowa, of course, and once they cross the border, they have to do they take language studies or something <laughs> like that so they can communicate with the people down there because <laughs> they got the stop and frisk down there. Okay. Stop and frisk. <laughs> I like it. So. Are you looking for drivers now? Yeah, absolutely. So drivers what would a, what would a I'm see I love the trades in general mm-hmm. and and you know this kind of thing. I think college is so overblown in terms of its importance and what you can do because most of the time the jobs that you get aren't pay less than what you could do if mm-hmm. you just went into the trades. Right. What would a driver a driver coming to work for you what could he expect to earn in a year? So for a local like that 600 mile radius, the local guys that are back at home every night um, that'd be about twenty to twenty three an hour okay. and and there is overtime okay. and then of course, when they do those trips, a lot of times they'll uh get additional mileage pay and that sort of thing um for the helpers um they're running anywhere from like sixteen to nineteen an hour, and again they're you know getting some overtime, especially in the summer, and we do both seasonal and year round you know work so you so. need college guys. <clears throat> College, we, we actually uh, get a lot of um, teachers, you know, that are mm-hmm. off for the summer. Um, we get a lot of uh, college kids, of course, teams. We've had right. a couple different colleges. Their whole lacrosse team will come over and, oh, and work for us. Yeah. And they're they're a lot of fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And That's then great. that gets into that system, right? So then it kind of continues every year. They keep, you know, coming mm-hmm. back, Feeding which is kind of nice. It's like your farm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the whole COVID thing has changed everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they haven't been to college, so that kind of, like, is phased out and. We're trying to find other resources. What about an over-the-road driver, then? What can they expect? Oh, so over-the-road drivers, once you get into that, that's a whole new ball of action. Oh, by the mile? Or? I mean, they can, depending on how they run, because a lot of them, they own their own tractors. Mm-hmm. And they kind of run their own business, okay. right? And there you're talking, you know, one one hundred to 200000 depending on how they, they run their business. Mm-hmm. Because it's their their vehicle, they're just picking up trailers and yeah, and and it is like truly like running a business. You have your fuel costs, your labor mm-hmm. costs, you know, and we're putting it all together for you. But you got to manage it. You know, mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity for people coming up with even out a without a college degree. You know, all you need to do is get a get a license mm-hmm. and borrow some money to buy a truck. Some do, yeah. Um, so that's one thing we've done in the past too. Like, say somebody comes in and works for us as a general laborer. Mm-hmm. And then we get them licensed and promoted to, like, a local driver. And we've had a few over the years that then wanted to go on to owning their own truck. And actually, we were able to finance the truck for them okay. and help them out with that so they're not having to, you know, get credit from a bank. And, cool. Um, and at that point, That's you know, really cool. things didn't work out. We, we work, Still have the truck. Yeah, we work out to take that asset yeah. back, you know. Yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> What is uh, what is your lead times now? With are, are you finding yourself because because the market the real estate market, you know, we sell in less less units than we were. I guess we got to go out to break. You now. could finish your. Well, spot. I just I'll ask the question. Sure. We're selling less units than we were last year. Mm-hmm. All right, so that, I mean that's down we're down a thousand units, I guess. But but uh, all right, how, we got to go. How, to break. How that impa- he didn't do it quick enough. How is we'll that be right back. How is that impacting your six two seven eight thousand? Hittnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com. We'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.